Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear, and on the mics with me this week is the Z-Man. What is up, Z? We got to install microwave ovens, cut some kitchen deliveries. We got to move these refrigerators. We got to move these color TVs. Oh, my God, you are horrible. Uh... <laughs> Uh, no Ganthor. No Ganthor this week. Ganthor is Ganthor is off on vacation with his family. He's just doing his thing. Uh, so huh. helping us out this week, returning to the show gloriously is Minion. What is up, Minion? Hey, what is up? I'm just fresh from the mall right now. Fresh from the mall. Well, that's perfect because this week something must be done about what we're going to call this retail shopping. Uh, it, it occurs to me, I was so I live in the area of the King of Prussia Mall. The King of Prussia Mall is the largest shopping center in the United States by square footage. It has the most retail space by square footage in the United States. It is a monument to excess in retail. It is a tremendous place. It's all gleaming marble and shiny, and there's all kinds of high-end stores in there, and it's enormous. And it occurs to me that it is probably not too much longer for this world. That's a bold statement, but uh, I've been to that mall. I remember that mall uh, had a Barbie store. I remember that was a a very interesting and unique uh, offering at the time. Is it still there? No, the Barbie store isn't, but the Lego store is. The Lego store is, okay. There there is a Lego Um, store. I remember it being, yeah, I remember doing like the section was like all marble and like gold and chintzy and just like. And you're like, whoa, like you walked into that space and you were like, this shit's heaven. expensive. Yes. Absolute heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Or hell or hell depending on uh on which right, project yeah. you If you're if you're the well, husband that was dragged well, along. Depending on which holiday you're near, but for the ninety percent of the year, heaven. So it's it's funny you bring that up because I live just three miles away from this thing, and during the Christmas season I won't go. And the reason is because I don't have to, because Amazon and all kinds of other e-commerce providers will just ship things to my door within two days. It's not about having to. The things that are in the mall are not things that you have to have. They're things that you don't even know you want until you go and you see them and you touch them and you try them on and you're like, yes, this adds value to my life in some way. And I'm. it makes me happy for 30 seconds until I get home and I wonder what I just did. <laughs> exactly. See that right there, right there's the fundamental difference in shopping between men and women. And I'm overgeneralizing here. So for, for all the men and women listening to this sweeping generalization time, women will shop for things that they don't know they want or don't know that they need. And they'll go through that. Yep. They'll, they'll go through the experience of, of actually shopping, looking around. That looks interesting. Oh, let's, let's look in here. Oh, look, they're having a sale. Women will do that. Men don't. Men shop for targeted things. Men are very, they're like surgical strikes. It's like, I know what store I'm going to to get what I want because I know it's on sale. I'm going to park in the lot in the space closest to the entrance to that store so that I make one left, one right. I'm at the store. I buy my shit and I get the fuck out of there. You're telling me you've never walked into a Target needing toilet paper or paper towels and walked out $150 poorer and wondering what just happened in that Target? Absolutely not. No, that's not, that's not what I do. 
I go into Target to go buy toilet paper, I walk out with fucking toilet paper. I can't leave a Target without spending at least seventy-five to hundred dollars. No matter what I'm going in for, I can go in for a contact lens solution, and I come out with like belts and socks and <laughs> who knows. Like, well, I mean, it's, it's also that women shop for fun, whereas men shop for utility, right? Yes, I, I do not. I agree. I do not think clothes shopping is at all fun. I hate it, which is why most of my clothes is at least five to ten years old. <laughs> right. And I have a closet of clothes with tags still on them that I loved when I was in the store, and I have yet to found a reason to wear them, and they've been there for a year. That is the that is the fundamental difference. I guess I, that that might be why I look at retail shopping a certain way. I, I see no difference in the experience between going to a store to buy something that I know that I want or that I need versus going to an online store, be it Amazon or what have you, Target, Best Buy, Walmart. I mean, any of these any of these big ones, they'll send stuff to you in two days or less. Why would I go through the aggravation of having to go out to a physical retail location when I can just sit in the comfort of my home on the shitter. I can shop on the shitter. I mean, where else? I mean, that's the best. The, the, and she gets catalogs out the wazoo. Oh, who, gets, yeah. who does catalogs nowadays? I, I get the same couple of retailers. I get their catalogs. J. Crew and Athleta, I probably get, but I bet I get two a week. But, but it's not like it used to be when you got, like, the, remember you used to get the big J.C. Penny catalog? It was like three inches thick, right? And you would thumb through it. And when you were, you know, when you were in that, like, 13, 14-year kind of age, you were going straight to, like, the bra pages. You know what I'm saying? You were going straight to, like, the lingerie pages, seeing if there was anything there that was interesting to you. But if you were going to buy anything from that catalog, you were going to fill out the little paper form that was in there. Remember this? Mm-hmm. You would fill out the paper form, you would rip it out, you would put in your cash or money order, <laughs> cash check or money order, and then you would send it off, and then the stuff would come to you weeks later. Now, what do you do, Molly? You you get that catalog, and then what do you do? If you want to buy something that's in that catalog, what do you do? I look at it in the catalog, and then I go online, and right. I look to see if they have my size online, and then I order it online. And then I go about my, my business, and a couple of days later, I come home from work, and there's a package at my door, and I'm like, oh, my God, what did I buy myself? And it's like Christmas because I have totally lost track of what all I have ordered. And I have no – UPS shows up at my house, and I'm like, yay, what did I spend money on? And then I get to try them on in my house. Right. And it's fantastic. And then if it doesn't fit my newest, like, life-changing thing that I've just discovered, my concierge at work will return what I don't want without me having to go back to the store. So I can just give it to the concierge and say, go, go return this for me. That's and they fucking genius. They physically go to the store and return it, or they send yeah. it off to UPS? No, they take it to the store. Oh, my God. That is amazing. That's genius. Yeah, yeah. So then why yeah. would you ever go into a J. Crew store or L.L. Bean or any of these other catalog type of things? Why would you ever go into the store to buy that when you have that level of convenience? So – multiple reasons i like to like touch it and try on and you never know you can't just go by size every single brand the sizing is totally different especially for women especially for women's sizes oh absolutely one store i'm a two the another store i'm a six and lord knows why who who knows Hmm. so you have to go try on in the actual store but then the other part of it like 
from what I hear, you guys were curious about, like, what the heck is up with Sephora. So, like, yeah. The experience of Sephora is part of it, right? So, like, so going back to your, your thing about, you know, you're trying, to, you're trying to shop and you like shopping and the convenience of shopping online. Can't you just buy any of this stuff from Sephora on Amazon or something? You can buy all of it on Amazon. So right. why so go why into the store? You have an affinity to the brand already, which means you already have an idea for the products that you enjoy. Why would you need to go into the store to purchase those products if you already know what you're going to get? It's fun. It's fun. You find other stuff that you never knew you wanted. Don't you think you could save yourself a couple hundred bucks if you just bought the shit that you knew you needed rather than go in there and find yourself spending twice as much? I can find a l- yes, I could save myself a lot of money. So, so I've had two recent experiences with online shopping, both negative. And my issue with it is that, like Minion, uh, I can never find the right size. Uh, I have long arms and a long torso, and any any kind of top wear shirt jacket uh, does not work. So I'm going to be in a wedding later this year, and I had to get a vest. And I knew the vest I wanted to get. And I go to the store, uh, to I think it was like Joseph A. Bank, and I'm looking at their measurement guide for vests. And there is a I'm, – I'm right in the middle between like a big normal person and a small big and tall person. And so I bought the largest normal person size and the smallest big and tall person size because those seem to be the numbers that actually match my chest size because when you're buying a vest, the only number you go by is what's your jacket size. Right. And so the normal size one was way too short and tight and the big and tall person's one was way too tight but not short. And so neither – fit and now i got to go to the store to return these two so i don't have to pay shipping and then try to figure out how to actually order this thing and then i now i've now ordered two pairs of shoes online and both of them come and they're both too short too small for me now i'm a size 12 shoe i ordered a size 12 shoe what came was not a size 12 shoe it was a 11 11 and a half or something and, and they're both very tight and i don't actually return things i just throw them away so the one thing i won't buy online is shoes that's it yeah, no, I agree. Oh. I will never buy shoes again. But, like, Zappos is brilliant, right? Like, Zappos is absolutely an amazing shopping experience because you go on there, you look at all these tons and tons of shoes, you order whatever you want, they freakishly show up, like, the very next day. It's all free shipping. It's all free returns. If you ever have to call their people... Their people are lovely. Like these are like people you want to just call and hang out with on the phone and chat with. And so what you do is you you like go on to Zappos, you look at everything you want, you order five things when you only need one. They send them to you. You try it all on, and then you just drop off the other four and like return ship it. But you're making my case for me now, right? Because if you're if you can have that kind of a good experience with trying things on at home and returning them, then why in the hell would I go to a store at all, ever? And the reason I ask this question, too, is because I'm trying to figure out what else is there to sell. There is a the aforementioned King of Prussia Mall, which, again, is this palace. And then around the King of Prussia Mall, there are other shopping centers, and they're all struggling. In fact, they just built one maybe two and a half miles away from the King of Prussia Mall, and most of the storefronts are empty because they can't rent them to retailers. The only people that have occupied any space in this shopping area right now are restaurants. So there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of retail space that's just sitting there empty because what else is there to sell? 
what else is there to sell that you can't get already either in a, a physical retail store or online? What else? Well, I don't think it's about being what else. Like, I do not discriminate. I practice inclusiveness on all forms of shopping. <laughs> I am very good online, through my phone. An equal opportunity shopper. stores, farmer's markets. I'll bring it to the people. There That's you go. fine. There you go. I, there's there's place in this world for all of the above. So the, the interesting part about that is the, the mom and pop shop. Right, mom and pop shops almost don't exist anywhere. You know, because the the big box retailers, the, the shopping malls, the big shopping centers. In fact, there was a um, right, right up by me. There was this neighborhood deli that's been there for decades, decades, and they closed. They closed because they couldn't afford the rent anymore. Because now, for whatever reason, the the owners of the shopping center are trying to compete with the rent from the mall, and they've raised all the rents, and they're pushing out all the all the mom and pops. I mean, there's you're losing the neighborhood types of places. It, it's it's uh yeah. it's crazy because a lot of those places they're not they're never going to get the rent that they think they can get, and that they end up leaving these storefronts abandoned for extended periods of time. And it's crazy. We had we used to have this one space. It used to be a Blockbuster, and it went out of business. I don't know, 15 years ago, whenever Blockbusters all went out of business. Right. And it was a, it was empty for like the last 14 years. And they finally, Comcast decided they would move in and have a, uh, a Comcast place where you could drop off your shit and have like a little storefront and show all their you know products. But for 14 years, they, they decided to raise the rent. So Blockbuster dropped out. Or, and then for 14 years, they went abandoned. How much money did you lose for 14 years right. of rent of having an empty store? Yeah. Just sitting there waiting. I mean, wouldn't you just give it away at some point for like some low rent just to have it occupied, just to get something? There are certain things that I prefer to support my locally owned business over other businesses. So, for instance, I run a lot. And so I will intentionally make sure that I buy my running shoes and as much as my, my running gear as I can at locally owned running shops. I don't buy that on Zappos. I don't buy that at one of the big box places because I want the little locally owned running stores to, to continue to exist. And so I go in there and I support them and I know my guys and they know me and they know what I wear and all of that kind of stuff. And I, so I do support some of our locally owned stuff. You buy locally or you buy from these smaller stores for the experience, right? And it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's like the where everyone knows your name type of stuff. Yeah. You know, like a, like Specs Specs walks into a Starbucks and they know like what her order is before you know before she even walks in through the door and it's sitting there waiting for her so she just walks in and she picks up her picks up her drink and then walks the hell out and and there's there's the there's the fact that they know her and they know that she's coming in for that order and then she's got the app so she can go into any Starbucks and have that similar experience where she orders it ahead of time and then it's just sitting there waiting for her with her name scrawled on it. Uh, PSA, um, this weekend we went to go pick up a box of Joe and some donuts and found out the Dunkin' Donuts app uh, allows for that as well. You can go in there if you know you're going to have a big order. You can go in there, pre-order it, and it'll be just sitting there waiting for you. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. It's, I mean, technology now is affording that same kind of personalized experience that you're used to getting with the mom and pop shops. Let me ask you guys this question. Have you ever had groceries delivered to you? That is... Yes. Oh my God. That is where I draw the line. I like sli- so like like Minion does with shopping for clothes. I like to go to the supermarket. 
I like going up and down the aisles and finding things that I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. I do need toothpaste or I do need peanut butter. It wasn't on my list, but it's something I totally need. Yeah, it was a short-lived experience for me. Having groceries delivered? Yeah. What did you, it, what did you think just, of it? Like, was it weird having someone pick out food for you and bring it to your door? Yeah, I didn't trust their selection in produce. Like all of the stuff that you already know that's like, you know, you, you know what kind of bread you get, you know what kind of like whatever deli meat you get, like whatever, cereal, what, but the produce side of it, I didn't like that. So this is the next big thing, right? I mean, you already have services like Blue Apron, as an example, that will deliver food to your door that, that you prepare. I mean, full meals with all the fixings and the sides and all that other stuff. Yeah, I've uh, done that too. Right. But there's a there's a number of these services that are popping up now that are competing with Blue Apron. And in fact, Amazon's getting in the game, too. Now at the Amazon's got like Amazon meals or something now where they're well, starting. They bought Whole Foods. Well, all right. They bought Whole Foods. Right. So I'll get into that in just a second. They they bought Whole Foods. And I think they're starting to compete now in that prepared meal business where they will deliver meals to your door that you prepare yourself, given a, you know, given a, a series of recipes. So Blue Apron now is shitting a brick because they're going, oh, God, Amazon is like the great killer of all things. And now, you know, they're going to end up competing in that space. And there's not only that, but then there's things like Peapod and some of these other um, grocery store delivery services that will just, you know, you give them a grocery list and they'll send it to your door. Yeah, but you have to pay a convenience. You have to pay a delivery fee. Well, it's like paying for shipping, you know. Unless you subscribe to the service and then it just, you know, it comes there. And that's probably what I'll wager that Amazon will start to do now that they've kind of picked up Whole Foods. I mean, it's got to be about their distribution mechanisms and how they can leverage the, you know, the, the, selection, the selection process for all the different foods that Whole Foods has and then just ship it out to you. Yeah, it's, you know, the, well, they do the same thing for clothing, right? I mean, you can sign up for these things like Stitch Fix or whatever and where they'll just send you a box of clothes every how often you want it and then yep. you go through and like somebody's done the shopping for you and then sends it to you yeah and then and there are certain people that love that to me i'm like that's no fun like i don't want somebody else picking my clothes for me and telling me what i should wear and then you see all these people walking around at work and like they're identical stitch fix outfits and they like point at each other and they're like stitch fix stitch fix like that's, well, let like, me tell you it something, takes though. all the fun and the choice out of it. Hang on, though, Minion. I'm a guy, okay? If I go shopping for myself, I'm not going to buy myself nice stuff. So if someone's picking this stuff out for me and is, is going to say, well, you know, I know the way, I, I know what style you normally like. You know, you've returned this other clothing because you said it's not my style. So I kind of know where you go. I know what colors you like and things along those lines. If they're going to pick some shit out for me and, it, and it's going to fit me because, you know, they've seen the kind of trends in the past, I will gladly take whatever clothing they send me that they've picked out for me, and I will wear it because I am incapable of shopping for myself for this shit. So the, pro- okay. the, problem, is, the problem is with that is that they are looking at a, at a clientele of people who spend a lot more money on clothes than you do because I've actually checked out a couple of those, and they're, you know, when they're doing the survey, they're like, how much do you spend on jeans? I'm like, $45. They're like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Try 120. Yeah. Oh, I think they were looking for people spending 200 on on jeans. Oh no, fuck that. Yeah. And so, like, how much do you buy on a dress shirt? I was like, I don't know, like 45 dollars, 50 dollars. They're like, nope, nope. We do dress shirts at 200 dollars. I'm like, okay, we are not in the same range here. Yeah, not for like a monthly thing, you know. Like, if I buy a nice outfit once, maybe I spend that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that delivered every every no, month. No, exactly. no, 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 no. 
No, but this is what. But but all of these things where like people are shopping for you, like Amazon now will like they'll do the Amazon pantry thing and they'll just have recurring stuff sent to your place, like bars of soap or razor blades or toilet paper or things like that. They'll just send it to you on a periodic basis. Or they've got the the button where you just push the button when you need toilet paper and it just comes. Right. Yeah. So what do they call those? The Amazon Dash buttons. Dash, yeah, dash, yeah the Amazon called. Dash button. Laundry detergent, toilet paper, toothpaste, whatever. You press the button, it shows up two days later. Which they would do for all of your cosmetics and all of your shampoos and your lotions and all of that stuff also. Like, they would do everything that they sell inside of the Sephora. But then how would I know what's new that I don't know about? Yeah, like you got like, that glitter eye stuff. Right. You, I would have never would. known that unicorn snot existed unless I saw it in a store. What? what, what? <laughs> it looks like unicorn <laughs> snot. It's called unicorn snot. Well, like, like, a, like, a, like a unicorn sneezed on your face? Yeah, but it's, I actually did not buy that for myself. I bought it for my niece. But I wouldn't have known to buy it for her if I hadn't seen it. All right. Well, there you go. So that's why you shop then. You shop so that you can discover unicorn snot. <laughs> exactly. That's, but, that's the lesson. Yeah. Did you guys see this recently? The department stores are in trouble too. Not just the mom and pop shops. J.C. Penney's closing down. Sears. J.C. Penney, Sears. The, like all the like department stores are all folding left and right. J.C. Penney was in trouble for years, and they finally just folded up shop. They filed for bankruptcy twice, I think, because they can't compete. They can't compete. Nobody can compete with the with with the online retailing. Sometimes I need stuff and I need it immediately. I can't wait for it to be delivered. I need, like, oh, my God, I ran out of X. Quick, I better run to the store and buy it. Or, like, oh, I have no more clean underwear. It's easier to go to the mall than do an underwear. <laughs> or, or you forgot to pack it. Or I forgot to pack it. Better go buy it. That happens occasionally as well. That's a whole different show. I like to drink wine when I pack. It goes down a bad path. <laughs> All right. So the reason for retailers is so that you can emergency purchase of, of underwear because you were half drunk while you were packing. That time. All right. There you go. <laughs> what, 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 what else did we learn? What else did we learn? Because that, for me, that's what I learned. I learned that retail needs to be... In the marketplace that you can buy underwear when you were too drunk to remember to pack it. <laughs> what else did we learn? Z-Man, what did you learn? Make sure you keep Taco Bell in your mall. There you go. Got to have gotta have that fake taco stuff, man. Minion, what did you learn? I don't know, but I, my shopping list like grew a lot while we were doing the show. I remembered things <laughs> I forgot to buy myself this week. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I learned I need a new hat. That's <laughs> fantastic. So if you're if your shopping list grew or you need a new hat and you don't want to buy it online, you want to buy it in a physical retail store, why don't you go ahead and let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash listeners or fourlisteners.com. You can check out the show on Stitcher Radio, on Apple Podcasts, or on Google Play. Just search for four listeners. We'll pop right on up, and you can give us a tweet on the Twitters at four listeners. Thank you, Minion, as always. You were a lovely, lovely guest. Thank you. And thank all of you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. We got some movies, refrigerators. We got some movies, color TV. We got some movies.
It's salesmanship. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this this saleswoman got you to buy an eighty five eighty five dollar tube of moisturizer that you could have gotten at CVS for maybe three bucks. Yeah. Like, does it contain the tears of ginger babies or something in it? Ginger like, what, babies. What's in it? Ganthor babies. Ganthor tears of Ganthor are in this moisturizer. What is in this product? I have no idea. Not like vegan stuff. Vegan stuff. I don't know. Dude, we need to start our own line of cosmetics. We just make Ganther cry, collect it, collect and it. Right. It. That's right. This moisturizer is scented with the tears of Ganthor and provides it- mystical properties for moisturizing and for making you feel bad about yourself. I think you can sell that. <laughs> these, <laughs> these, this moisturizer is filled with self-loathing because it has the tears of Ganthor in it. It's the right marketing, and, and you can sell anything. Right customer experience. So that's what, that's what we're going to do. We're going to close down a food court somewhere, and then we're going to open this big-ass four-listeners cosmetic store, <laughs> and we're going to sell the Tears of Gantor. Just leave the, leave the Taco Bell open, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we won't close the Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> leave that open. <laughs>